the Driven Women's Guide to Love, Life, and Business. Hosted by the boss ladies Alex, Denise, and Gabby. Combined, their network gathers an array of women from various industries who exemplify strength and tenacity. Their fun and positive approach to life will awaken the boss in you. You're listening to Girls Gone Boss. You know, so like that's another gem. Yeah. From Mama V. Oh, yeah. Mama <laughs> V is listen, she'll go sit right there. She'll invite you. For, I've met your yeah. mom. Yes. I believe in one of oh your events. Gosh, she's so she's fabulous. Adorable. She is. But she's f- high maintenance and feisty as ever. She is. But she'll do anything for you, you know. So, no, but the the lesson was like, you know, there is, we, 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 we suffer from a duality of not being American enough, not Caribbean enough, not African-American enough. Not in, I'm like, what do I say? I, well, what exactly are you, Vanessa? That's I would get my hold. Yeah, I was gonna ask you not that, but how do you know Spanish? Okay, what's your connection to the Latin? Because you're so good at speaking it. (laughs) So my mother's. um, We're Trinidadian, but Trinidad is a melting pot, a cosmopolitan melting pot of people from Venezuela, a lot of Spaniards, Chinese, um, Indian, because of the indentured servants, and then African as well as white, as well as Anglo. All mixed up in one, and we don't know any different because we're just Trini. Right. So we speak Spanish on the island. We speak Trini on the island, that type of thing. My, uh, my grandfather was Venezuelan, and, and grandmother was African and, uh, on my dad's side, and mom's parents are Indian. So mom's Indian, dad's, uh, dad's African and Spanish. But So we would always, like, man, like, parandas during the holidays was our jam. Like, everybody would get together, all the instruments. We still do it. Like, you could, on my Instagram, uh, you... Yeah, I know. And we have to talk about carnival. Ah! You're like the carnival queen. I am. I have, that's my docuseries. Yes, yes, yes. We got to talk about that. So, no, but long story short, so that's kind of where I got that, 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 that drive to, like, keep going and, and figure it out. And transitioning from corporate to um, entrepreneurship was tough. I started with three stations. But the most important thing was I knew that I'm not going to fail. Like, I can't. I just don't know how to do that. I'm going to figure it out. Even sometimes where I go, you know, stuff looks crazy. I go, "Mm -mm, I'm just going to figure it out. I'm going to let it flow. But that's a lot of that shedding and just letting things flow as they may. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Letting go. Yeah. Yeah. Surrendering and surrendering Mm -hmm. from a really amazing corporate job can be really hard when it's not on your terms. Yes, right. So here you are, you get laid off. But don't you think that's like a great opportunity to reinvent yourself? It is, and that's exactly what I did. But you don't know how many radio personalities DM me in the DMs. It goes down in BJ's DMs, (laughs) Um, and they say, "Girl, I'm so proud of you. You don't know how much I wish I could just do it." And I'm like, just do it. And they're like, I can't because I get it. They're like, I have kids, da, 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 and the health insurance, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I it's get fear. it. It's fear. Mm-hmm. It's all it is. So, but yeah. And then you started VJ Media. I started VJ Media. Media on accident. So I started VJ Media on accident because in 2009, before everything went down with Clear Channel, I was doing sidelands voiceover, freelance voiceover. And my mentor now to this day, my VO mentor, Doug Turkel, he does, he, he, you probably don't even realize it, his, voice, his voice is everywhere. He's the iconic Miami voices on everything you could think of down here. Florida lottery, just a bunch of stuff. He was like, I love your voice. And you don't realize. And I used to hear that a lot because I would host at Grass Lounge and I was always on the mic. I remember Grass. That used to be the spot. Girl Tuesday night. Yeah. For four years, I hosted Grass. Oh, that so, was the spot. Was the it was spot. like an R&B kind of yes. like vibe. Super sexy. Yes. It was a one. Grown and sexy. Yeah, you would get dressed up and go out on a Tuesday night and not I was it. there, girl. I can't I believe I didn't know you back then. I don't know how. 
But, but people would walk up to me at grass and go, yo, I really love your voice all the time. And I'm like, okay. I mean, I know because I was on the radio, but I didn't think about it like that. Yeah. They would tell me all the time. And then at work too, like, B, you have a really special voice for stuff more than just, you know, radio. And I'm like, okay. But with regards to, um, to that, so Doug Turkel was like, come, come in the studio and just do some lines for me, you know, read this, read that, read this. And then his clients would love my work. And he goes, okay, well, this is $150. So I'm like, mom, I just got paid $150 to read two paragraphs. Oh my God. So excited. It took me nine minutes. I just made 150 bucks in nine minutes. That's the way I thought about it. Cause I'm, of course. Yeah. I'm Trini. That's what we're thinking about. We're like, oh, you know, so, and then I couldn't pay myself. And Doug was like, well, how do I send you an invoice? So he can go send me an invoice. So I email my girlfriend and I'm like, Sam how do I send an invoice? <laughs> what is it? You know, like I knew what an invoice was, but he was like, I was like, I don't, how do I send an, you know, what do I do? So I went to Word doc and put it all together, but I didn't have an LLC and EIN number. So I, he forced me to set that stuff up. He's like, girl, you're going to be, you're going to do voiceover for the rest of your life. You need to be able to be, do it professionally and get paid to do it. Go to sunbiz.org, sign up, open up your company, open up your company, open up your LLC and get it figured out because you can't be telling people, sorry, I'll get back to you with my invoice in three days. Like, who does that? Girl, no, you need to get paid. You know what I mean? So, yeah. So I, I left Clear Channel with four clients. I was, and it was KTU New York. It wasn't a small station. It was the number one hot AC in New York, which I still have eight years later. And, um, and two other stations, Toronto and Miami. So you left to open up VJ Media and Mm -hmm. you still continue to do VO work. Oh, yes. Okay. That's and like, then it kind of branched yeah, off and on into other things. So with the VO work comes a lot of, uh, you know, reaching out to people, hustling, flying, saying, hey, you know, um, let's talk about, you know, your voiceover. Well, you know, what do you have going on? Da, da, da. And program directors uh, w- would reach out to me like, yo, all right, all right, so you a free agent, like voice my shit. So, they, you know, <laughs> so I signed seven stations without an agent. Seven. I put my own contract together and all of that. And I still have that contract, like old school contract, like my first station. Would, and then all of a sudden, I'm, I remember <clears throat> Don Parker called me from KMEL and he was like, hey, Vanessa, this is 2008 in the summer. This is my biggest station that I had. He was like, okay, um, so I don't have a lot of money, but I really love your voice. And I think you'll match really well with Eric Edwards, who's another really big VO artist. Because I was getting paired with a lot of the male VO artists, right? To break things up, just like I do here in Miami on hits. And he was like, okay, $500 a month. And I'm like, <laughs> behind the scenes, like, again, <laughs> should have asked for more. Oh, yeah. Exactly. $500 a month for San Francisco is, is very low, right? So, but anyway, long story short, um, he really helped me too, like really helped shape me, like how I need to be approaching other program directors, stuff like that. So I signed seven stations before I got an agent and I didn't want to get an agent. I'm like, they're going to take 10% of my money. Like this isn't me for doing nothing and I'm doing all the work. So Haas, my agent at the time um, for Atlas in New York, he was like, he's from, he's from England. And he's like, I don't understand how it is that you have seven stations. You're taking away money from my, other, from my other talent in the market. And I can't even tax you for it. I don't understand. I'm like, well, I was a former PD on air personality. I know how to hustle. I know people. And he was like, well, I need to sign you. And I'm like, well, make me an offer. Like, you know, like, so he was like, all right, well, I'm going to get you 20 more stations in one year if you sign with me and I did and he did mm, wow. yeah so that's nice. how we started with um, 
So now you have 40 under so, your belt. Yeah, he left and we had a little bromance. I loved him, but he left. And now I work with uh, another agent at Atlas in New York and we make magic together. And now it's branched out from way more than just radio. So 40 stations, five brands. I do a lot of um, projects uh, for on flight as well as radio and TV campaigns for JetBlue. Um, Palace Resorts. I'm the official voice of Palace. So when you go to a Palace Resort, I've and been like, dying to go because I'm I always see Sassy stuff. Know. Hi, Sassy. <laughs> Hi, Sassy. But when you go to Palace and you like go to the room, and I'm, it's like, welcome to Palace. You know, that's yeah. you. Yes. Yeah, oh, really nice. So, and then a, a lot of stuff for the Miami Heat in the past, and also ESPN and Barbados. Those are like my five like clients that I do a lot of stuff with. But yeah, I love it. And the thing about voiceover is because you're getting so many different scripts all week, all day, I really kind of get to like play, uh, you know, the scripts are crazy. Hey, Vanessa. So on this one for Jimmy Kimmel, um, we want edgy, sleek, sexy, but still give me a little bit of vibrant, but not too vibrant. <laughs> so basically be schizophrenic and like yeah. send, send us back whatever it is that you think would be great. Cause all of that just means like, you know, how would you read this if they say, hey, okay, so give me sexy, sultry, vibrant, non, non-announcer-ish, you know, and it'll be like, but you're like, oh, okay. But then I get like amazing scripts. Like I, I auditioned for Insecure, all the promos for oh, Insecure. Did? You oh, do you those? Did? You did them? Yeah. Oh. HBO. Um, Showtime. So proud of you. Yeah. So like amazing. I mean, I, I, you know, probably one of my like most proud projects I did last year was 30 for 30 um, with, with Serena Williams. I did all the stuff for Serena Williams and Simone Manuel, the, the African-American swimmer who won gold in Rio and LeBron. So his 30 for 30. Yeah, it's a big deal, like on my resume. So yeah, but I, I, from open English and doing all the narration and also radio work. Audio books. And audio books, I get to really like play with all these different characters. And so I definitely think that VO is something I fell into, but I really fell in love with along the way too. Because now I get to like play and like romanticize the copy and not just read it, you know? Would you like, would your dream be like to like do a, like an animated movie or something? Amazing, like that. That would be like the next thing. Is that on your bucket list? Yeah. Not even dream, like bucket list like it's going to happen I would just think like that that's yeah. like the next thing like I would love like yeah like a dory role yeah, yeah. Love to be yeah mm-hmm. I would love that I oh would my love god it. can we get your agent to like work on that right now <laughs> Lisa are you listening Lisa, where you at girl? where you at manifest work this on make it, it happen yes. next but year how, how have you set up your, yourself for success like how can someone listening be like damn I want to do like Vanessa seems like she's been just flowing through it how did how did you set yourself up for success it's a lot of trial and error so the first thing obviously is start your company. That's the first thing. If you're really serious about entrepreneurship, like be serious, be about the business of actually being able to get paid. You know what I mean? That's the first thing. Start your company, whether it be sole entrepreneurship, whether it be LLC, all of that. Get yourself a logo. Get yourself a, you know, get you, at the end of the day too, I know that I'm not a master of all trades. You know what I'm saying? So I try to be really good at what I'm good at. And then I can't be a jack of all trades. So I know you know, Adrian is really great at, at, at all of the visual aspects. So I have him handle video. Elaine is my photographer. Do you know what I mean? I try to make sure like, I'm not the photographer, voiceover artist, cinematographer. No, like there's some things I'm really great at. A few things and everything else I've learned because I really was bad about that and I wanted to do it all myself and you can't. I let other people who are really great at it do the work too. And it feels awesome now to be on the other side of that and be able to pay people. For their work. It's it's just an amazing feeling to be able to write a check. Cutting with checks. With the sort of Vanessa boss. James Media. <laughs> yeah, no, yes. boss. She's so, the boss. Yeah. How, how do you find that you balance everything yourself, though? 
Um, I balance it like my days go. So in the morning, most of my copy comes in for voiceover, which is the backbone of what I do, right? Right. So VO um, takes up a quarter of my day, not the whole day. And stuff will come through throughout the day. Yeah. So I have time that's set across for that. I try to make time for fitness and, and mindfulness in the morning before the day gets started. Brush my teeth, listen to some jazz, listen to an audio book, right? Um, listen to some motivation just to kind of set my day. Cause it's really easy, especially in the last two years of like all the political stuff to like automatically want to see what that crazy man is saying on the TV in the morning. So that type of thing. Right. So, um, try to do that, then knock out VO and I take a break. Um, and then I want to take a break. I focus on VJ media stuff. Okay. I have this event, this event, this event coming up. So let me give an hour to each. And if it needs an hour and kind of email people back, I don't let emails go 24 hours without answering them. Ever. And if I can't get to you, I say, you know, crazy day. We'll, we'll respond to you by close of business tomorrow. That's a good gem, too. Yeah. yeah. That's a good gem. Yeah. The craziness that I hear about people, bloggers, influencers, not responding to clients and brands for almost a week, sometimes two weeks before they send their invoice to get paid. It's like, I don't understand. what. And that's a so turnoff, too, for that. For it's that. a huge right. turnoff. You don't want to work with that person. I'll anymore. never forget that I work with Lincoln Motor Company, who sponsored my Women of Impact dinner two years ago. And Fernando Rodriguez, who was the market multicultural director, he was like, you are a gem. And I said, well, well, well thank you so much. But I, I literally was like, why do you say that? And he goes, you don't understand that the impeccable follow through, you say what you're, everything that you said is what you actually delivered. And your follow through, it makes me want to support you and pay you immediately. It makes me want to figure out where I can get budget to support you next year. It makes me want to figure out how we can sit down and do more things together because I know that your follow through is so on point. I'm going to get what I need. So my client's going to be happy. You know what I mean? So a lot of these bloggers and influencers, if you're listening or, you know, just people who are look, who are creating content, you got to be willing to put the work in too. But then when you're done with the work, it's not the end. The recap part is so important. The follow through, the follow up so much so that I did a blog post on it. Like, y'all, let's get it together for 2018. It's right there on VanessaJamesVenia.com. You can check it out. It's specifically about staying open and staying ready for opportunity. And that really means, like, one of the biggest nuggets was about following through because you can't be open and ready if you don't... You, I could give you a job, right, Gabby? I could give you a job and say, okay, this is the scope of work. These are deliverables. And you could do all that. But this big chunk you forgot to do, maybe the, the reason I don't hire you for the next job. Maybe you're not good at following up, da, 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 sending the recap, which is what sometimes the client needs. What's the ROI that they need that they invested $5,000 in you? A lot of these millennials, I, I love you and I really appreciate y'all, but y'all like, got to step it up and like step your game up because y'all are going to be working till you're 90 if you don't. Because I, I do see that a lot. My generation, which I'm on the cusp, right? Millennial versus, what's the other one? Centennial? What, what, what is it? Generation C, right? What am I? The no. one that's after millennial, meaning like older than millennials. Yeah. Oh, isn't it the Y? The Y. I'm Y. It's Y. I think Generation I'm y. y. We need to Google this. <laughs> Google. I don't know. Is it Y? Yeah. yeah Mimi's about to Google it for us. Mimi. All I know is, is that though, like, they're going to be, although there's a, this whole new world of social media has brought all this new opportunity, it's also brought a lot of la laziness. 
And so we come from that generation. And I think it's helped that I'm, you know, first generation Caribbean too, that laziness is not a part of what we do. Okay. And sometimes I'm not in the mood and I take a beach day. I take a half day, but then by the next day, I'm like, nope, back to the hustling. To Let's go. <laughs> like, but what propels you? Like what, what, what wakes you up? The next like, thing? Let me go. I gotta yeah. go. Yeah. Cause I, I feel like that might get some people that have their own business, you know, it's hard. Like, no, it's the hard number to one motivate yourself. Sessie and I talk about this a lot. The number one thing is staying motivated. It's so, especially if you work from home. Yes. Which I do. So I step out a lot. I step out to Starbucks, sit down. I step out, I go, and I, I am my most creative. I, I travel a lot. I do a lot of content in different places so I can, oh, I met this amazing person named Denise. I met this amazing person and she inspired me. To, and, and I'm just really good about saying, okay, um, I went to, you know, I went to the Winwood Walls and I saw that they, this is happening, but they're missing this. Let me bring this to you. So that's where a lot of that happens. Like that's how I started media mixology. Cause I was getting, I come from radio and then voiceover and then journalism. And then so it's like, wait a minute, but Gabby and Denise don't know each other. They should. So let me create something where they connect and let me bring Nissan in who wants to connect with them. So that's how media mixology was really born. Which is one of your events that is yeah. super key here in Miami. Yeah. Tell us more about that. So media mixology again came from in 2000 and, 12, um, Ford approached me and was like, hey, we're looking to do something, um, you know, with influencers. And I'm like, hmm, okay. And they're like, we don't have a big budget, but let me know what you come up with. And I'm like, okay. And I wanted to find a way to connect all my worlds because Jet Set Sarah, the amazing travel journalist, was not connecting. You know what I'm saying? With Denise. Um, you know, Gabby needed to connect with Muriel at the Dolphins to do some. So I just was like, I'm going to invite all my friends from all these different walks of media and they're going to come together. We're going to eat. We're going to drink. We're going to have a panel discussion. We're going to talk. I'm going to give out awards, but it's going to be for a purpose for you. And I would tell them at the beginning of the event, like, listen, don't email me and say, do you know that amazing chick, Miriam? Can you introduce me to her? No, go meet Miriam at the event. Introduce her. That's the, that's the drawback. Marcos, my honey, and I talk about it all the time. Um, her boo. Her, my boo. Um, you know, is th- that social media is always, is, is in a way kind of um, propelled us to be a little bit more exclusive and a little bit more recluse. So we don't necessarily want to engage as much. We don't want to have face-to-face. I love face-to-face. I love, Me too. I love a quick one-hour lunch. I come back so inspired. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. But I realize, though, for me to be creative, I need... Um, I can't do it on social media alone. I need to have FaceTime with you. Yeah. Talk to you. Feel your energy. What are you doing? What's going on? Oh, da da da. This is going on. Oh, this is what you have coming up. Oh, maybe I could connect her with this person. And I started, to, and it comes from confidence too, because I'm not afraid if you get an opportunity that I connected you with. That world is gone for me too, where I was so worried before, like, oh my gosh, you know, so and so is going to go get an opportunity and not include me. And I would feel like, wait a minute, this is 10 years ago, but I connected them and I did all the hard work of making sure to groom this and then they excluded me. But I'm like, whatever, I'm busy and I got this going on. I don't have time to worry. I want you guys to flourish together. You and know? it's part of the, also being confident in the fact that you know that you're walking in your journey and whatever's yours is it's coming. It's mine, exactly. It doesn't matter. But, but, but a lot of us talk about it and they don't live that life. Right. So I, and I was one of those people, but I started really living that life a few years ago when I realized when I was exhausted, right? From all the stuff that was coming. And so Joycelyn Allen from who now is the CEO of the Tala agency, the Allen Lewis agency in Detroit. She was the former multicultural director of Cadillac, who I had an amazing journey with that I worked with for a few years. But one of the biggest gems that she taught me was 
Don't be afraid to gift somebody with an experience that you have grown out of. I was just like blown away by that. And I, I literally like marinated on that for a few days. Like this is like everything in my world right now. It shook me because I thought about the fact that how much stuff do you hold on to yeah. that you're like, ah, I'm ready well. to move on. No, but you're like, well, it could be for a lot of different reasons. It's not a jealousy thing, but it's more like if, if this person gets this that I, I used to do, but now they host this and I don't host it anymore. You know, how does that make me feel? Oh, the client moved on. No, but it's like, imagine if you could connect the client and say, I can't host this event, Macy's, but Gabby or Denise would be perfect. Please be connected. And you got, now I will email Gabby or call her and say, listen, I'm getting ready to connect you with Macy's. Rock out, girl. They're amazing clients. Dot, dot, dot. Kill it. Handing the torch to the Passing next. Passing the torch because you can't do it all. And, and, and once you do that, you have to, like, and another quote, I don't know who said it, but it's so important. And I want to say it's Michelle Obama, but when you make it to the top, which I don't think I have, I have a long way to go. But as you're climbing and as you're rising, don't forget to send the elevator door back down to the next person. I love that. Oh, it's wow. so mm-hmm. true, though. Another gem that really stuck with me because you really think about it. How many times have we felt like we've been excluded out of stuff? Right. Oh, yeah. And, 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 and like, Penelope Cruz, you, you, not Penelope Cruz, I'm sorry, Pen- Pen- Penelope Ramirez from Edelman and I were talking and she was being so real and raw. You guys all need to be connected with her, by the way. She's amazing. Yeah, Edelman, the agency? Yes, multicultural director for Edelman. So she was here and we were doing a shoot for Suave Naturals and she just was so candid and I really appreciated her rawness. She was like, as Latina women, she was, she was specifically talking about the Dominican experience, but she was specifically talking about Latina Dominicans and how like she just was like, in my experience, we don't support each other. We say it, but we don't. When she was specifically talking about Latina women. She said, we're so competitive but I, I related to it. You know what I'm saying? My little 25%. I related to just, just you know, femininehood as, you know, overall. Like, she was being real honest about, like, the fact that... Cultural thing, It's probably. a cultural thing. We don't really support each other. We, it's a very male-dominated culture. So when there are, you know, um, opportunities. opportunities for women, we tend to try Hold to lock to other them. people mm-hmm. out. Right. And we can't. Like, we're closing off opportunities for ourselves well, we when we do that. Pretty vicious, because too. we don't Right. We don't very. feel like there's enough out there, so we want to... We want to grasp that opportunity because we're afraid that we're not going to get another. But what did you say it. though earlier? It's fear. It, it is all fear. comes down to right. fear. You so know? you you support so many women. Mm-hmm. Tell me about women that have supported you. Oh my gosh, so many. Okay, baby Sam, my my rock. She's my rock. <laughs> from um, I love all the hip hop just infusions all day today. And I don't know where it's coming from. Maybe it's the line. Um, baby Sam, she's RCA Records. She used to be with Jive. Just amazing. She just goes. I mean, she doesn't have to. I am w- what you would consider on paper five layers out of her league. She's the urban vice president of promotion for RCA Records. Her roster is Alicia Keys, Usher, Miguel. Like, she works with Clive. She works with Clive. She's wow. like. Right. She's like Clive hey, Davis for everyone that doesn't know who Clive amazing. is. She's just amazing. There's only one Clive. I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, oh, you know, Stevie Wonder later today or, you know, oh, I'm getting ready to go do this promo run with SZA, you know, but she's one of my, been, one of my biggest um, members of my tribe because she's like, you're really talented and I really want to support you. And she always has. She never wavered. And, and, I, and I let her, I, I remind her and thank her all the time for that. She will say, listen. You know, um, we have so much summer stuff coming up. I want you voicing all my album releases this year. You know, 
Jen Bruno Sullivan, who I just met from E1, is like, baby Sam speaks the world of you. I want you to voice da da da. So it, they, you know, you know, it's small. We talk, everyone talks, but I, impe- I deliver impeccable work with a smile, and people love that. But baby Sam would be one of those people. Juliet Jones, another one Warner of those Brothers people. Season. Warner Brothers, Paris chick. Um, she's the one that told me take a vacation. You know, you're talented. The work will be there when you get back, and you'll always be in demand. My mom, I mean, she's like, you know, amazing just because she's been through a lot of trials and tribulations as, re- as it relates to being a Caribbean woman coming here and thriving in business. She's a realtor now, she, she, but she always, she used to always tell me, you know, I wish I would go back to school. You guys have it so good, you know, go back to school because she always wanted to be the air traffic control director. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, mom, it's not too late. You could do it. You know, but she's one of those, definitely one of those people. I have an amazing um, group of, um, of family members too, that I would say, you know, are, are women that are really inspiring that are just, you know, my auntie Gloria, my auntie Tara. So they're just like, my, my auntie Gloria has cocktail hour every day at four o'clock. She's 74. I oh. love her. She's still having sex. She has a boo. Uncle Winston. Oh, my God. It would be so embarrassed. No, but she tells me all the time. She said, she's like, listen, you know, you have to enjoy life. Like, work is always going to be a pay your bills, but go on vacation. Go on shop if you want the shoes. Buy the shoes. You know, she's just like that, you know, like my balance lady, you know, and she's she's just, she's just amazing. But other, I mean, I'm really inspired by Issa Rae right now. I'm like digging Oh, yes. Is she the one that's dating Common? No, that's no. Angela Rye. Oh. Okay, wait, this? pause. Who's Issa? You need to stop. You do not know who Issa Rae is. Who's Issa Rae? Issa Rae is the creator, director, writer, executive producer behind Insecure. Oh, that's right. Oh. That's what you're talking I'm going to need you all yeah. to get it together. Okay. Right wow. Okay. All three okay. of you. We have okay. gotten it together. Sessie Serato as well. She's like, I, I, I keep hearing about I'm like, Insecure Chica. No. No. Well, <laughs> shut you gonna get your, you get your. I want to date common. Maybe that's what it is. No, that's Angela Rye. But Issa Rae, what I love about her is she. She's a hustler. Crea- she is the number one hustler in Hollywood right now. But what I love about her story, and I really identify with it, and I've never met her. I met her. I can't say I met her because I met her very quickly in passing at Basel this year. But that doesn't count. I need to have QT with her and sit down and talk about life. She's amazing. You need to all follow. I mean, everybody on your podcast probably knows who she is, but she created something from nothing it, the confessions of an offer excuse me the confessions of an awkward black girl was her was her youtube series and she would do all these weird awkward black girl things about being at the office liking a guy seeing like a guy in traffic yeah. <laughs> you saw that yeah, yeah. Crazy skits. Skits. yeah they're funny so and dude hbo called her exactly and was like let's develop your skits into a show called and then she it called and it's a great show and it it's, is. It's, it's a very it's, popular it's show it's game changing yeah. because it's so well written it's not okay it's well written and the thing about me is that when things are well written and I just told you my whole backstory about why yeah. I love and gravitate toward that that's why I loved Anthony Bourdain so much like I cried all day yeah, yeah. Right. you know Saturday. because his shows so were so well written and so and, and he has such an a amazing. connection with people yeah. yeah and he drew you in right and yeah listen we're talking about ramen noodles with you know the vieja in Guatemala but he made the vieja in Guatemala like the, the he had a step to the vieja in Guatemala because she had the recipe 
Right. And so, you know what I mean? So I just, I, I just loved how big he was. He never made anybody else feel small. And I but loved that's, that's the art so of his storytelling, man. To me, man. that is so, like, sad because, I miss like, him. I miss I him. I miss him already, too. Like, yeah. I just feel like he didn't see that of himself. Like, that's so sad how many people out there did it. He was struggling. He was a dirt poor chef from, you know, from, from, from the Northeast. And he was washing dishes. And then apparently the, the sous chef was like cut up these carrots or whatever. And that's how he got started, like on the whim, like try, just trying to make a living. But he was suffering from heroin addiction and he graduated from all that and he got off of it. But he, I guess he had those woes. But I met him very he briefly did. at the South Beach Food and Wine um, three was years ago. Was he as amazing as amazing. everybody thinks? He was amazing and, and more. But I also was like, what am I going to say to him? Sweating again. I'm like, so I finally was like, Anthony Bourdain, is there anything that you won't put in your mouth? <laughs> Oh my God, no. did you really say that? He looked at me like, Excuse me? No. <laughs> Do you want your book signed? <laughs> that was my interaction with him. Oh my I God. love it. I so, know, but he was amazing. So, I mean, I look up to a lot of people and there's a lot of women that have shaped me. Um, you know, family for sure. A lot of entertainers. Giselle the Wassy one too is another one. She is, uh, you guys need to all Google her. She's a huge champion of the Caribbean. We're Caribbean. Googling right now. <laughs> a huge champion <laughs> Look of at the Mimi. Caribbean market and carnival. And she's Trini just like me. And I, But she's one of my mentors and she's an amazing I love that you have human. so many mentors. And, I do. And a lot of them are women. Yeah. A lot of them are women, but a lot of them are men too. So... It just, I just, I have an energy about myself and people either love it or they don't. And I realize the ones that don't, it's okay. Apparently, someone told me recently, Vanessa, you know, you could be a little intimidating. And I was like, me? And they were like, yeah, you could be a little intimidating. And I remember um, I asked Marcos, because now I bounce everything off of him. And he's crazy. Zabu. Yeah, he thinks I'm nuts. But he was like, you don't need to take that as a bad thing. And I'm like, what do you mean? Somebody just told me I was mad intimidating, you know? And he was like, because you give off like a, an aura of confidence that can be intimidating to some people. And I'm like, yeah, but I don't, I mean, I'll rock with anybody, you know? Yeah. You do. Yeah. So that's yeah. the beautiful part about you. You rock with anybody. And you're very helpful, inviting, yeah. and, and you're down to help. Ask Romy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, that's so funny. Romy's gonna be like, "Girl, what? What? Why are you why talking are you about all me? up on my podcast?" <laughs> <laughs> I really love her. I, I have to take her out for cocktails one day soon. Maybe well, can I go? It. Please, I would love that. Can we all go? Yes. We all Thank go. You. Yeah, the girl gone boss uh, uh, um, podcast with cocktails with Romy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we should totally we should do, do that. Anyway, yeah. So, how would you want everybody to like know you as like? Your legacy. I just Your legacy. My legacy, I'm still working on, right? For me, it's like always growing, always transitioning. It definitely is like an evolution. I am shedding a lot of layers. And as I do, I feel more empowered every day, more excited, more humble every day. It's funny because I just was at this dope um, event in, uh, in, in San Diego with Nissan. And everybody else was so excited about, you know, being there as they should. And a lot of like younger bloggers and stuff. And I just sat there and I was like looking at the view. And I just was like, God, this is amazing this is exactly everything every single thing I've asked God for he's blessed me with he really Amen. is I talk to him all the time it's just me and him we chat um on the beach a little bit of scotch I know he doesn't drink but I do and he's he accepts me for it um <laughs> but that's where I come up with my best ideas but I will talk to him and like when I'm going through things or when I'm feeling low or when I'm feeling away we have talk and, we, and I'm like okay this is what's going on. I know you're going to help me get through this and I can't see the forest from the trees yet, but I trust. And so that's kind of how I approach life now and just trying to like figure it all out while I move on to the next big thing. But I've, the biggest journey in learning has been 
learning when it's okay to let things go and bless other people with those opportunities that once you were so excited about, it's time to move on from, to grow into bigger ones. And you, like Will Smith said, like, even though something really scares you, do it anyway, like, and you'll grow into those shoes, but don't turn stuff down. Like, no, yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. I love that. Wow. That's, that's great beautiful. advice. I remember yeah. when Jay, Jay Mills and I, he's my production guy that I hire for a lot of stuff here in Miami. He was like, he's crazy, amazing. Um, African-American friend of mine and he was like yo V so like what's the word what we doing <laughs> talks to me. this is how we, this is, I love that I love like I have like amazing male production friends and they're all like they don't give a shit about anything because they got to wait till everybody comes off the stage take down all the shit that's all they care about so same thing though like another nugget I will say which I know a lot of different people have said this Ariana Huffington Richard Branson sometimes you just have to figure things out as you go I am on the fence about that because I don't ever want to go into a situation where I claim I'm an expert and then I let you down because I don't really know what I'm doing. But if you call me and say, hey, Vanessa, I really want you to do this. Do you think you could handle it? I do it. This would happen with Hispanicize. I pitched them the idea like, oh, yeah, how do you have an event with no music and your Latin U.S. Trends Conference? Like, get it together. Can you explain to our listeners what Hispanicize is? Hispanicize is the U.S. Trends Conference here in, in South Florida, based here in South Florida, and it connects influencers, content creators, bloggers, YouTubers with brands, and they are the premier people, you know, uh, people in conference to kind of serve as a collision point for all of that in the Latin U.S. Hispanic space. I went to Hispanicize to voice their, to be their mistress of ceremonies for their PIA awards and for the overall event 2012, and I loved it. I'm like, this is a really dope event, but... I walked away from it and I'm like, okay, it was a moment. I go, am I going to tell the CEO like all the stuff he could fix or not say anything at the end of the event? And I'm like, no, I'm going to take them out to lunch and be like, thank you so much. Da, 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 da. But can I tell you like some stuff that you should do for next year? And they were all about it. And, so, and Catherine Johnson was all about welcoming all that information. I said, well, first of all, Chica, you need to have some music at this event. You're a Hispanic, you know, event. Hello. Like Latinos love music. We love music. So they were like, well, why don't you help us curate it? And that's how I came, became the music director for them. They were like, brought me on and, and, but I did better that time. I was like, you know what? I deserve more money. Yeah. So I asked them for more up front. Yeah. I learned from corporate life, right? Good job. Yeah. And, um, and, and I knew what I were. I'm like, no, no, no. This is how much I need. This is how much my guys need. Cause I, and now I was hiring people and I was responsible for them too. But it was awesome magic. But Jay Mills, during all that, I brought him on to do all the production for me. And he was like, yo, and Luis Fonsi was the guy we booked. Despacito. This is before Despacito, but right right in that time, like when the cusp of Despacito. Hispanicize has been dope about like booking a lot of people right before they pop yeah. and go like, you know. Um, so he um, was like, so yo, so like I need this, 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 and this. And he called me and he was like, Fonsi wants $80,000 in lights, ma. We're not doing that, <laughs> right? He's like, this rider is for like the AAA. We're not doing that. You got to call. But production guys could be like a little bit fuerte. So I'm like, okay, so I got to call up Miguel, his manager, and go, we're not going to be able to do the $80,000 sound kit and lighting package that you want. Can we scale down to like $1,500? Like, is not going to do that. So, I, But again, I worked through all that and learned through all yes. that with them. It's a learning process with everything. Yes, I didn't tell is. them I didn't know. I'm like, okay, this is what I know. And I would call Mills and go, okay. So what exactly is a double piped wire XLR cord and why does it cost <laughs> or this 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 soundboard dot 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 and why does it cost $1700 to rent 
for a day. Yeah, equipment That's, is so expensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you get to learn. And now, now it's so funny because I just went to the Justin Timberlake show. And you're looking and at all the- I literally was like, yo, money, 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 money. It's expensive. That was like, no, the Justin Timberlake show. I heard it was amazing. No, the lighting package in the Justin Timberlake show and the lighting producer. Another level. And it was, no, no, no. Not another level, like, like galactic. It was bananas. It was <laughs> out like, of this world. It was it was mad he expensive. He took you to the moon. Wow. He took you to the moon, but it was mad expensive. You could just tell, like Justin Timberlake spared, spared zero expense yeah. putting that together. His team was like, "We gonna swipe." They swiped the black card ten <laughs> times for all of that stuff. Can I no? tell you that I bought my tickets to to see him pre-sale, and by mistake, when I was playing with the um, Ticketmaster app, I sold them and did not realize it till the day before the concert. Shut it down. No. And I had no tickets. So you thought you were going the whole time and you, you didn't get to go? Yeah, because I just wanted to see. I was like, I wonder how much my pre-sale tickets are going to cost now. And by mistake, I don't know what I did, Mm-mm-mm. but I lost my tickets. Did you make more money out of it? I did, oh, but okay. still, that's not the point. Some things... <laughs> In life, you have to drop the coins down for. And concerts that move your soul and it's music every penny is worth every penny. Now, I'm not saying I would drop $1,000 on Bay and Jay tickets, but... I would. I love Jay. You yeah. would. Jay is like Good my for you. favorite. I'm spoiled though. I'm spoiled. Like Jill, Jill Strada will tell you, um, who is another person you have to interview if you haven't already. Like we are super spoiled, especially coming from the radio world. I'm yeah. like, how much they want for them tickets? No. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> now, now when you were getting floor seats for free. Right. No, but speaking of music, yeah. what's on your playlist? What are you listening to? Please share. I know you have some artists Listen. you can share with our listeners. <gasps> so. I am anything soca right now is popping. I would definitely tell you guys for the summer, download everything from Kess the Band. How do you spell that? K-E-S the band. Um, Marshall Montano, Soca Kingdom. And one of my favorite records of the moment. It's amazing. The buildup, like the 30 second intro buildup is like, you just want to take off all your clothes and dance in the street <laughs> in your underwear. We're going to listen to it yeah, after yeah. this. We're all going to be in our underwear. Um, but then like on the soul matching. side. Matching. Yeah. Um, no, but like, honestly. And then you can always fo- follow like DJ Bimshire, DJ Spice, DJ Private Ryan, because they put out Soca mixes. So you could get your whole life in one hour. With all the latest Soka, right? Um, I love, love, love SZA right now. I'm obsessed with her. As I just feel like she's another like, no holes barred. I don't give a shit. I'm just going to create and y'all are going to love it because this is the energy that I'm bringing into the world, you know? Um, I love Tidra Moses. She's my boo. Um, we, she we, is amazing. She's always amazing. We actually did a podcast together. Oh, yeah? we, so before podcasts were cool, we're like, let's try it. When she was living here in Miami. And we did a podcast together um, called Luxurious Undergrind. Oh. <laughs> yes. And that like, because she, she's got an amazing ear. So she was putting us on to like Big Crit, Kendrick Lamar before they were popping. Wow. Yeah. Um, but she's tra- you know, traveled and it didn't work out. We didn't end up doing more than like five episodes. But it, could you imagine me, Mata, and... Antidra. <gasps> Girl. I want to meet Mata. Oh, you have to meet Mata. Mata yeah, Melendez. Me <laughs> Mata's amazing. She's amazing and she sounds like this and she's like, VJ, oh my God, so listen. <laughs> she's amazing. Well, it's so amazing. Oh, Thank wait, you- I got to tell you two more. Two more. Two yes, more, two more. let's go. So you guys have to definitely Chronics for any, like his, he's like so inspirational right, right now. Chronics? Chronics. C-H-R-O-N-I-X-X. Okay. He is an amazing dancehall artist, but he's like n- another level, another level. And he's got this record for like, if you, if you need inspiration to kick off the morning, it's called I Can. And the video 
and the direction and the coloring and the everything in that video is bananas. So I love him. But I on the R and B tip, I'm really digging Georgia Smith from London. There's the, the London. Oh, oh, I've heard Georgia the, Smith. The London, the London artists. There's something going on with them right now. The, the oh, I summer, love it. It's all about them right now. So LMI. There's a lot of talent out of there. LMI's got that dope record boot up. I love her. Georgia Smith. Love her, digging her. Now there's this other chick that I just fell in love with at the Starbucks on their Spotify. It was popping. I shazammed it like, who is this? And now I hear her all over. Her name is the Ta- Natalie Press, and she's got this dope record called Short Court Style. It's so vibesy, summer, Miami, you know? I like that. And then, like, on the Latin side, oh, okay, so I love King Kendrick. Yes. I'm obsessed with Childish Gambino. Did you listen to Kanye's album? No, I, I pro, I'm protesting. Yeah, I haven't listened not, to it either. I'm just not... I, I love Kanye. I love the old Kanye. I feel like Kanye's really changed a lot since his mom died. He hasn't really addressed that. I think he needs therapy. And he needs to spend that all that money instead of the clothes that he's ch- charging people for cut-ups, um, sweats, $1,000 for pants. He needs to spend that money on therapy because he needs it. Some Like, Kanye... College dropout Kanye was amazing. Oh, that was like a yeah. classic. But, and you just especially you from Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> and Kanye like just had this amazing epic smile, right? And you just really connected with him. And I just always thought I know people talk a lot of shit about him, but there's something about him. But now I'm like, no, the Kardashians. You went off the damn deep edge, and I can't. So I'm do gonna let you. They, they curse people because I feel like look everyone, everyone that has dated a lot of them. people say they do brujeria on <gasps> their, their really men. really. A lot of people say that. They're Armenian. You never know what they're doing. <laughs> behind the scenes. Behind the scenes. No, no, no idea. I don't know. No they idea. definitely are doing something. While we're on it, I haven't really had a chance to talk to my girlfriends about the whole Chloe-Tristan situation. Oh, I was Since we're going to cheese me a little yeah. bit, let's, let's talk about well, it. I, I mean, it's kind oh. of expected. Did she really think he was not going to be But like, she stayed with him, though. That's the part that really got me. he's like 26. Four, I, I just was so happy for her that I she know. got pregnant because I know she really wanted to be pregnant. I'm not really invested in them, in them like that, the Kardashians, so I don't really keep up. But I did see that TMZ and like I'm like, really, guy, you out there? It was distasteful. It was more than distasteful. Yeah, it was disrespectful. Come on, son. Well, yeah. Come on, son, right. Yeah, but he did like, it already before, so it's not the first time. Right, around. because she met him yeah. when he had a pregnant girlfriend. Exactly. And left her like and my got with publicist Chloe. Jessica Manning says, how you got them is how, how you, you lose them. them. Oh, Honey. <laughs> That's another gem. I love okay. her, by the way, Cardi B. I'm, I'm Cardi obsessed. B all the way. I'm obsessed too. I think I she's genuinely herself and she I is just being so like but I like authentic and winning. Really, really, really root for her. Like I really Me want too. her to be successful. I'm like super happy. But I mean, I she's already there. No, I know. She go, And I, I, I heard her clap back at somebody and go, yo, like say what you want. I'm already a millionaire. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it moving. Why are you mad? I'm a millionaire. Why are you all up in my, you know, uh, in my timeline talking? Good shit. Oh yeah, she did a post. I that. like her a lot. I really want her boo to like do do right by her though. I hope so too. I hope so too. I, I mean, I don't know anymore well, with these guys in the industry. It's really difficult to tell. But you know what though, Gabby? It is difficult. But can we, this is back to what my girl Penelope was talking about. She's talking about Latino women, but in women in general, can we as women hold ourselves accountable too? Okay. For what? For picking no. these men? No. Okay. <laughs> if you know. Putting up with that. No. No. Can we like be a little bit like, can we stop being so damn nasty? Like root to for each somebody, other? You mean like root? No, meaning if I know you're dating a man and it's a public relationship, can you not try to fuck him? 
Oh, but not even public on the just side. In general, right. Like, sorry, is mom. This, is this I'm really just, happening a lot? No, I mean, I am from the radio world and I would see a lot uh, at the club. At, do you remember the fifth? Yeah. They just tore down in Miami. I know. I know. That I'm was like, like, a classic where is place. Going? No, but so many celebrities and like a lot of the guys too. Imagine at, like at Live, how people, you're, you're a prey to these women. Yeah. You are literally prey to them. A lot of them are going like, I'm going to get an NBA player tonight. Unfortunately, it's a ticket. It's a ticket. And but it just make I just feel like too. can we like hold ourselves to a higher standard to like, you know, it's not even a secret. You know that that man has a woman is taken, is taken, is unavailable. Can you step the fuck off? Well, I think I think it don't hit me to self-love. Yeah, but don't hit me with the I didn't know. No, yeah, yeah. that's what I'm trying to say. Self-love. You know what I'm saying? You wouldn't take that like that. You know that you're not even like, where's the girl code? Like, stop. There's no. Yeah. That's all I'm saying to you. Like, yeah, we I are. just feel like as a woman, I wouldn't go there. No, respect. No. respect. Regardless of what the man is doing, I don't expect as much from him. But as another woman, like yeah. I, I, I expect more from us. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Looking so out for each taking other. Taking on that responsibility. Yeah. And yeah, but changing a lot, the story. A lot of us are trifling. Right. So. But changing. That needs to change. I think that whole idea. How do we change the trifling? You know what I mean? How do you change somebody that's like so used to like going behind someone's back and stabbing them. Well, I you know? think that's a, that's that needs to change. Yeah, because we're in that movement right now where we're like supporting each other and all that, but that really does need to impact right now the society and I the agree. generation that's coming forward. To like support I'm worried for the, I'm worried have for some the generation morals and Have though. some respect for yourself. Thank you. And respect other people. Come on, man. Like that's another- th- that's Self-love. A, self-love, yeah. It and is then, all boils down to and that. And then besides the self-love, like I was saying, the nastiness, honestly- you're going to have sex with somebody that you know is having unprotected sex with somebody else. And then you get that. And then you it's just disgusting. The fluids. I'm like, the yeah. Fl- yeah. no, be I'm being honest. Be ashamed of yourself. Be ashamed of, let's change that. Yeah. Change that. Yeah. But be yes. a lady. That's another big jump. It's, it, uh, be it, a lady. It's being a lady. Stop being ratchet. Yeah. <laughs> Stop being ratchet. But just I like, love it. I love that you bring the realness to the podcast. Exactly. It's the wine. It's, it's the, the wine. wine but right. thank you so much, Vanessa. You have brought so yeah. much energy, so much information. I think I have so many gems. And everybody that's listening, I know you guys are taking away so many goodies. So thank you so much. You're so welcome. I can't wait to... Um, to oh, I'm already subscribed, but I can't wait to share the hell out of it. I yes. love it. You did amazing. Where can people find you? Can you give us yes. my handles? Only one handle at Vanessa James Media, and that's the same on my website, VanessaJamesMedia.com. Nice. So we thank you so much. You're so welcome. Yes, we're so excited that you know we got a chance to sit down with you. Oh but. yeah. All right, everybody, be sure to follow us on all social media platforms at Girls Gone Boss, and don't forget to review and rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts. Ooh, ooh. Until next time. Yeah. Yes. You're listening to Girls Gone Boss. Hosted by Alex, Denise, and Gabby. Oh, yeah. I love you guys.